everyone. Welcome to the betting edition of Baseball Insiders. It is once again myself and Peter Dewey. I'm a little in a little bit of a different spot this time. Muskoka Lakes reporting live. Peter, you're still in your normal spot. Still somehow sitting in front of your New York Yankees World Series champions banner. Are you not ashamed by that banner at any <laughs> point? I'm, I'm shocked to see it still hanging in your bedroom. It, it reminds me of the good times, man. You gotta sometimes you gotta remember the good times when the times are bad. So that's a that's my reminder. Two thousand nine was a fun time. All these other years that I uh, don't remember as well, also fun times. But two thousand nine was a good time. That will be my only Yankees chirp of the show because uh, I think I tweeted it out last week. I, I it's no longer fun for me to make fun of the Yankees. It feels like I'm punching down at this point. Although I will say my Blue Jays are a game out of the playoff pitcher. So we, we I can't talk too much. Uh, crap until the Blue Jays, if they do find their way back in the wildcard pitcher. But today's episode, uh, we're going to talk a weekend series between the Dodgers and the Red Sox. So we're doing this a little bit early, a day early. Uh, they start their three-game series on Friday night. And Peter, we are kind of going up against it today because we uh, this is for the first time since we've been doing the show, no odds posted for the, yeah. for the Red Sox or Dodgers. We do have some pitching matchups so we can kind of assume what the odds will be or at least ballpark area. Um, and we are going to try to make some picks uh, for Dodgers and Red Sox. We're also just going to talk Dodgers, Red Sox a little bit. Um, but before we get into all of that, uh, just a couple of quick reminders. Number one, Adam Robert will be live at 3.30 p.m. Eastern today. So in an- another three and a half hours, they'll be live. Jump back on the Baseball Insiders to tune in for that. They will be uh, doing their MLB Power Rankings Top 10 uh, as September looms. Because, yes, we are entering the final stretch of the major league baseball season. Uh, and one other quick thing, friends, viewers, betters, we have an awesome sports betting promo for you from bet three, six, five. All you have to do is deposit $10 and place a $1 wager on any sport. That's all you have to do. You'll instantly receive $200 added to your account in bonus bets, whether that bet wins or loses. That way you can tail the picks we give it on the show. And it doesn't matter if we continue to stink with our picks, because even if they lose, you'll still get $200 and bonus bets. All you have to do is use the code baseball in at sign up all one word baseball in by using our code baseball in you not only receive the $200 in bonus bets, but you'll also be directly supporting the podcast. So if you haven't signed up for bet three, six, five, join with the code uh, baseball in and place that first bet can be as small as a $1 wager. That's it. This offer is available for new customers who are 21 plus and physically present in most legal gambling States. Please remember to always gamble responsibly. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer. And then finally, if you haven't already join the baseball insiders discord channel, all you have to do is become a member on the YouTube channel. You'll then be get sent uh, instructions on how to enter and join that. You can chat with all of us, myself, Peter, Adam, Robert, uh, talking baseball here as we enter the final month of the season. There you go. If you're watching this live on YouTube there, uh, you get some instructions there to join the discord right there in the chat. All right, Peter, let's jump into it. We are talking Dodgers. We are talking Red Sox. I believe both teams still have to play today uh, before they start their series tomorrow. The Red Sox playing the Astros and the Dodgers are playing the Guardians. They got two against the Guardians because yesterday was suspended. So they have to finish that game and then they play the other one, too. Uh, So let's talk Dodgers, Red Sox. Peter, why don't you start us off? Talk about uh, both of our AL East rival here, the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, Boston comes into this one four games back of a wild card spot, but uh, 
we actually talked about this, uh, Adam and I, on Thursday's episode of Baseball Insiders. They have a brutal finish to the season. They have this third toughest schedule in Major League Baseball. So if they want to make the playoffs, they're going to have to beat some good teams to get there. I guess the bright side is they play some of the teams ahead of them in this wild card race. So chance to make up some ground, but also not going to be um, many easy games for Boston down the stretch. Uh, over the last 30 days, last month, the team is 13th in OPS, 14th in ERA. Um, comes into this six and four record in their last 10 games. They got Chris Sale back this month, so a little boost to the rotation having him um, there. But at the same time, this is, like I said, it's an uphill battle with the way the AL West has turned out with Seattle, Houston, and Texas all one fighting for the division and then fighting for multiple wild card spots. And Boston being in fourth in the ALE still got some ground to make up to take that last wild card spot from uh, Toronto if Toronto gets in your Blue Jays, or uh, even from one of the Mariners or the Astros. So obviously big game for them today against Houston, then huge series against the Dodgers, because if you get swept, it's going to make it real tough for them to get back in this playoff race. Yeah, that kind of reflects in the odds here that we'll mention in a little bit uh, in terms of their odds to make the playoffs. But the Red Sox is here for the most part. The definition of an above average team, probably at this point in the season, probably not going to make the playoffs, but still do have an outside chance to get in. But they got to get hot. they got to get hot quick. Uh, speaking of the Dodgers, speaking of a hot team, uh, the LA Dodgers, who what's uh, heading into the season, a lot of people were picking the Padres to win the NL West. Uh, there was a point in time when the Diamondbacks were winning the NL West. Uh, the Giants have been kind of in contention all year, but the Dodgers have now completely pulled away from the pack. 11 and a half game lead on the NL West as they have got hot while the other teams they've been competing against have gotten cold. Eight and two in their last 10 games. Uh, the Dodgers are really turning it up here as we enter the final month of the season. Uh, over the last 30 days, 7th in OPS, 5th in Team ERA. They've largely fixed their bullpen issues as well since they've got a couple of relievers back from uh, the IL. Second half of the season, their bullpen has been very, very solid. Uh, they are still dealing with some injuries, though. Michael Grove, sidelined. He should be back sometime within the next couple of weeks. Joe Kelly's uh, uh, on the IL. He got placed in the IL last week. J.D. Martinez as well. I believe that was just this morning. If not this morning, it was yesterday. Uh, he got placed in the IL. So the Dodgers still dealing with some uh, with some injuries, uh, but have been hot nonetheless. Now let's take a look at some odds for futures here. Dodgers, uh, second on the odds list to win the World Series behind just the Atlanta Braves, 4-1, four plus 400. They are plus 190 to win the National League pennant. Their NL West odds and their playoff odds off the board. Uh, that is what we're going to start seeing now as we enter the final stretch of the season is that these teams who have those completely locked up, you're not even going to be able to bet on them because they have an 11.5 game lead on the NL West with a month to go. And obviously, if they're that big of a favorite to win the NL West, they're also going to be an even bigger favorite to make the playoffs. So you can't even bet on the NL West right now. The Dodgers have all but locked it up. Uh, when it comes to the Red Sox, though, 150 to 1 uh, to win the World Series. <laughs> to to win the AL pennant. Things not looking good for the Red Sox. If you, for some reason, still believe in them, I guess you can get some pretty good value. 150-1 to is pretty nutty. Uh, AL East, even longer odds to win the AL East than to win the World Series. They would almost have to win out. Uh, 350-1 to for the Red Sox to win the AL East. Uh, Really, if you're going to bet on the Red Sox in any capacity, what you're probably going to look at, though, is for them to just make the playoffs uh peter you're talking about earlier they still have a shot a little bit of an outside shot gonna be tough with that third toughest remaining schedule plus 700 so seven to one for for them to make the postseason 
Uh, I mean, they're only down, filmed- it's down from last week. They were plus eight fifty on Thursday when Adam and I discussed it. So they've they there's a chance there's a chance. It's just yes. They don't like we talk about like with playoff races in every sport, like controlling your own destiny. They don't really control their own destiny because there's so many teams ahead of them. Like they need multiple teams to play poorly. Like if it was all oh, them and one other team, it'd be like, yeah, well, Boston just outplays them over the last stretch. Yeah. But like they have Toronto in front of them, Seattle in front of them, Houston in front of them. Like there's a bunch of teams that they have to jump to just get into the playoffs. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. All right. Uh, yes. Let's uh, now that I'm back here. Let's talk uh, our bets for each game. We're starting off uh, with Friday night's game, uh, so we are uh, kind of a day early here. Now, as a result, no odds posted, probably because both teams have to play their games today. Uh, but we do have the projected pitching matchup. Looks like it's going to be Cutter Crawford going for the Red Sox, going up against Lance Lynn of the Dodgers. I'm going to assume that's going to. You might see this might be the closest game of the bunch when it comes to the odds because uh, Lance Lynn has been hot for the Dodgers since he uh, was acquired by them from the White Sox, but overall his season-long numbers haven't been great. Cutter Crawford, there's something about Cutter Crawford that I'm going to talk about when I give out my pick, but uh, his overall season numbers have been pretty solid. So, Peter, why don't you start us off? What way are you going uh, for game one on Friday night? Yeah, since we don't have odds, I'm actually going to go with a prop here. I'm going to take the under on Carter Crawford's outs recorded in this game. I'm guessing it's going to be a 14 and a half, maybe 13 and a half, but I'd say 14 and a half because he did go six innings in his last start. He's gone six plus innings in several starts this year, but at home, he has made seven starts in 2023. He has not pitched more than four and two thirds innings in a single start at home this season. He's only pitched more than four innings once, and it was in his last home start. So he's really struggled at home. I know Ian has a good staff for his ERA that I'm not, I'm not going to steal from him here um, to mention. Yep. So he has really struggled at home, hasn't been able to get this. And this is a whole season thing. This isn't like he just made like his first start of the year was at home in April all the way through his last start has not pitched more than four or two thirds innings. That's why I think we'll probably see a 14 and a half. He has road starts where, like I said, he's worked into the sixth inning. So I don't think it's going to be like a dramatic shift in terms of like, we see it at like a 12 and a half, but even if it wasn't a 12 and a half, he's only gone over four innings one time um, in his starts at home. So I could see him going under here against the Dodgers offense. That's one of the best in baseball um this season so i just think the we might benefit as well the fact that he pitched six innings in his last start i mean odds makers are smart they're not going to just lay us like a 17 and a half year and just give us a free under because he just doesn't do that but i wouldn't be surprised if they said it at 15 and a half 14 and a half because he has road starts where he's worked deep into games where you kind of have to you can't set it at 12 and a half if he gets you know four and a third innings he's going to go over that so i think there's some value in the under here he just hasn't pitched well at home yeah i like that bet quite a bit my bet is kind of centered around cutter crawford as well uh uh, that exact same reason his numbers have been very strange from home compared to on the road so i'm just going to go the full game over Uh, i would guess it's probably going to be at around the eight and a half maybe up to nine and a half number uh i would say yeah probably closer than nine and a half number i don't think it's going to reach double digits uh, but as long as, even if you get it at 10 even, still probably like the over 10 and a half, 
that scares me a little bit, but I'm going to guess it's going to be at nine and a half. And I'm going to go with the over in this one. Yeah, you mentioned, uh, Peter, I do have these ERA, ERA numbers. Is ERA on the road 2.06, one of the best road pitchers in all of Major League Baseball. And then when he gets at home, he has an ERA of 595. This isn't like a, a comparison of like 2.5 to 3.5 where they're slightly better on the road or at home. Or like you said, Peter, this is not just a recent thing. This is a full season-long sample size, and it is a huge difference. Almost four runs worse at home compared to on the road. Um, so I actually kind of – like if this was actually in L.A., I think I'd actually take um, – the Red Sox potentially pull off the upset in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but with it being in Boston, uh, I can't bet on the Red Sox with Cutter Crawford on the mound. And I can't, I don't really want to bet on Lance Lynn either. He has actually been extremely good uh, since joining the Dodgers rotation, 1.44 ERA, but a 3.95 FIP. So I do think we're going to see some regression from Lance Lynn here in the coming weeks. And also, I just can't believe that is this much better since joining the Dodgers. He had a 647 ERA with the White Sox in 22 starts. Now all of a sudden he has a 144 ERA. Just putting on the Dodgers uniform isn't going to make you that much of a pitcher uh, just by itself. So I'm going to fade both the pitchers in this game. Also, don't really trust the Red Sox bullpen, which has been bad lately. 21st in bullpen ERA over the last 30 days. So even if the good version of Cutter Crawford shows up, their bullpen still might let them down later in the game. So I'm going to take the full game over. I'm going to assume it's going to be at about nine, nine and a half. Uh, let's move on to Saturday's game, uh, 4.10 p.m. opening pitch for Saturday's game. James Paxton going up against Julio Urias, most likely. Once again, obviously no odds out for this one. I'm going to assume that the Dodgers are going to be significant favorites in this one. I would guess probably around minus 160 with it being in Boston. Uh, Peter, what way are you going for this one? Yeah, so we we have similar thoughts on this one. I wanted to switch it up. I'm going to go Dodgers first five run line because I just want to look at this lefty-lefty matchup. I think there's a real advantage here for the Dodgers. Um, Earlier this year, I remember us talking on the show, Dodgers hadn't hit lefties well. Well, they've changed that around because now they're number four in all of baseball and OPS against left-handed pitching. Boston, on the other hand, is 15th, middle of the pack. Um, but I think the bigger advantage here, just between the starters, I think the Dodgers have a huge advantage. Louis Arias did not start the season well. He ended up going on the injured list with a hamstring injury early in the year. But in four August starts, he looks like a guy who would be a Cy Young candidate like many of us expected him to be coming into this season. 25 innings pitched in August and four starts, 1.44 ERA, 2.63 FIP. Opponents are hitting just 184 against him. So he's really turned it around. Um in these last four starts. And I think Paxton, this is a a bad matchup for him. He faced a team in Houston, who's also top five in the league in OPS against lefties in his last start, got rocked, gave up seven runs, six earned and four innings. Now he's got to face the Dodgers team that hits lefties well um, as well. So I think this is a game where I like the Dodgers to get up early. I'm not exactly like a hundred percent, like out on either one of these bullpens. I just think the advantage comes, the biggest advantage comes with these starting pitchers. So we're probably going to see a first five run line. I'd assume it's going to be half a run. Um, I'll take the Dodgers. It's basically just Dodgers to have the lead. I don't get the caveat of the push on a first five money line, but um, I I think the Dodgers are going to have the lead through the first five innings. Yeah, we have very similar bets. You're taking Dodgers' uh, first five run line. I'm going to go full game run line for a lot of the exact same points uh, that you just said. The Dodgers have fixed their issues against lefties. Red Sox have struggled against lefties. 27th and OPS against lefties over the last 30 days. Their season-long numbers is not just a recent thing either. Season-long numbers are OPS drops from 765 against righties down to 746 against lefties. 
And then over the last 30 days, it's 760 against righties down to 640 against lefties. Uh, Julio Urias also been great. Um, and as I mentioned with my last pick, the Red Sox bullpen uh, has been stumbling a little bit lately. So I'm going to go ahead and take the Dodgers full game run line. And uh, if they're not uh, winning by the first or by the end of the first five innings, I'm hoping the Red Sox bullpen will implode uh, a little bit. Uh, and then finally, uh, the last uh, game is uh, on Sunday, a matinee game here um, with a 135 opening pitch. Do not know who the uh, pitching uh, pitcher is going to be for the Dodgers. Um, Tanner, how do you pronounce his last name? Hawk? Hoke? Hawk. Hawk. Yeah. Tanner Hawk's likely going to go for the Red Sox to not know who's going to go for the Dodgers. And not only do we not have odds for this game, we only have one starting pitcher. So this is going to be the biggest challenge um, uh, of this entire baseball season for us, Peter, to try to pick a, a future game. But let's try to do it anyways. Sunday matinee matchup, Tanner Hawk against TBD. Which way are you going? Yeah, I'm going to go Dodgers run line here for a couple reasons. One is just a simple numbers game here. Dodgers, one of the best run line teams in baseball, 69 and 55 coming into today. So Thursday's games against uh, Cleveland, uh, that's a 55.7% cover rate. So not bad. If they're, you're going to hit almost 56% of the time, I'll take that any day of the week. Um and I think the the key here is just the offense for the Dodgers has been better than Boston as of late. Um, Dodgers have been one of their top three in almost every season-long offensive category you can find. They've been on fire. Um, and if the Dodgers go to a bullpen game here, I think it's going to be a little shaky because I think the way it would have worked out is it would have been their Tuesday starter. But now, because they have to play two games today, I don't know how the bullpens are going to work out. Right. But even if they go bullpen game, they got a 3.92 ERA in the pen this season. Um, Boston, as you mentioned, has been really bad out of the pen as of late, 4.03 on the on the season. And I think there's one key thing with Tanner Hawk that I, I found uh, since the start of May, and he missed some time on the IL. But in May, in April, the Red Sox were four and one in his five starts. Since May, they are two and seven in his nine starts. So have not been winning his starts. He hasn't really pitched well. He has an ERA over five. So I'm going to fade him here. I'm just going to take the Dodgers. I think they're the better team. Um, and if they don't, you know, win these first two games, I think there is a, a spot where they they end up at least taking this third one. So um, give me the Dodgers. Hopefully they keep this run line streak going. Yeah, I'm going to go back with the same bet I made uh, for the first game here and just take the over Just sit back and root for runs, especially with a little bit of limited information here uh, on Thursday for this game. But also Tanner Hawk has not been good. Uh, he was missing some time, but he came back against the Astros there last week or I guess this week, early this week. Uh, pitched five innings, gave up four hits, three walks, which is even kind of more concerning than the hits categories, giving up three walks. Resulted in three earned runs. They ended up losing uh, seven to three to the Astros. So I don't want to bet on Tanner Hawk. I'm a little bit cautious about betting on the Dodgers because I don't really know who's going to be pitching for them. Uh, so I'm just going to trust both offenses. Obviously, the Dodgers offense has been uh, extremely good lately, but actually what has been uh, even more important for them lately. And it's something I've brought up, uh, up about the Dodgers in past episodes is that they've struggled throughout the season, bringing home runners in scoring position. They were dead last for uh, the majority of the season and runners left on scoring or in scoring position per game. They have improved in that area over the past month, which is a big reason why they are as, as hot as they are. Their OPS and batting average numbers are still as good as they have been all season, but they've been a lot better at bringing those runners home 
which is obviously going to help contribute uh, to the over, especially if Tanner Hawk has another bad start. So I will take the over in game three. And just to recap our picks here, uh, I got the over in game one uh, on Friday night. I got uh, Dodgers run line, full game run line in game two, and then the over again in game three. Peter, you're going Cutter Crawford, Crawford under Oates recorded. You assume it's going to be around the 14 and a half number. Uh, that was correct, right? You said around probably 14 and a half. Yeah, 14, 14 and a half. Uh, Dodgers' first five run line uh, on Saturday, and the first five run line means they just need to be winning by one camp game, can't be tied uh, at the end of five innings, and then Dodgers' full game run line for Sunday. There you go. Yes, sir. Peter, any final thoughts? Oh, uh, I guess the I, I got a question for you. I know I've been I've been not giving final thoughts and asking you questions. Do you think who would you take out of the NL, uh, Dodgers or Braves right now? Because I'm starting to think more and more Dodgers just because of how hot they've been. I'm wondering if they get this the pitching because uh, they've kind of done this entire season without like some of their best pitchers. Walker Buehler hasn't pitched. Dustin Mays missed most of the season. Yeah. Like, and they're somehow still here. Like Urias missed time. Clayton Kershaw missed time. Um, so I don't know. Do you, who do you think is, uh, is the favorite at Like, obviously the odds have the Braves, but who do you think? I do kind of like the Dodgers a little bit more for that last point that I said, where I think their numbers statistically were just as good as the Braves or maybe not just as good, but just below the Braves, but they just weren't bringing home runners when they got to scoring position. Now that they've kind of fixed that issue and they've also fixed their bullpen issues they had early in the year, um, I think they're – I kind of like the Dodgers, especially getting a little bit longer odds betting on them to come out of the NL. So mm-hmm. uh, I like the Dodgers a little bit more than the Braves, to be honest, which might be a bit of a hot take because the Braves – most people just assume the Braves are kind of going to go on a run here. But I think the Dodgers are as sneakily as the Dodgers can be. They are kind of sneaky. Yeah. Yeah, I also think uh, the way – if the Braves end up with the, the one spot, I think just the way the wild card might work out – um, like the Dodgers would get the winner of most likely the Phillies and the Brewers. I'm assuming that's if we get those two wins, like if Milwaukee wins that series. I kind of love that for the Dodgers. Right. I, the teams I wouldn't want to face, I wouldn't want to face the Cubs because of their, their bats. Yep. And I don't think I would want to face the Phillies. So I think depending upon how the wild card kind of works out and also just for the Dodgers, a positive, if they can avoid the Giants too, just because they play them so much during the regular season, like yep. there's just, I feel like that's also beneficial. Um, and I mean, the Braves were great last year. They got bounced in the first round. So I'm not yeah. not completely uh, sold on them. But I, I think it, both those teams, I, those would be my two picks to win the World Series. Those, If, I, if I'm if i betting on it, I feel like it's going to be an NL team. I don't, don't know if the AL has a strong enough team to beat one of those squads. I would agree. The AL... I mean, there's teams with good records, but they, they're all just flawed, whereas it's tough to find a flaw with yeah. the Dodgers and the Braves. Yeah, um, exactly. Exactly. All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching. If you're watching this live, be sure to tune in at 3.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, then Adam and Robert will be going live to Power Rank, their top 10. The, the Toronto Blue Jays better make that list. I'll be tuning in. If Toronto Blue Jays <laughs> don't make that top 10, I'll be in the chat. Uh, be sure to <laughs> like this stream, subscribe to the channel, go ahead and bet and uh, sign up for bet three, six, five, use the code baseball in, you get $200 and bonus bets. All you have to do is make place, uh, make a $10 deposit and then place a $1 wager on any sport. Could be one of these Braves and Dodgers games. Thank you all so much for watching. Uh, we'll talk to you again soon.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.